Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey guys, welcome to the Ask Woman podcast where you get real advice straight from the source. Uh, I'm your host, Kristen Carney, a comedian, etc. Here, of course, with Marnie Kinneris. She is a best-selling author of Get Inside Her. Uh, we um, have two wonderful guests today, um, but before I announce them, I want to do myself a little favor. Um, I said this a long time ago, um, but I'm the world's biggest procrastinator. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm embarrassingly starting an Indiegogo campaign. Why embarrassingly? Because You're proudly starting an Indiegogo campaign and... Because people say like, well... You should save money and do it on your own. It's like, well, I have no goddamn money. So well, those people how do you won't save give you money, money then? How do you save money when you don't have money to save? Um, but I'm doing um, my short film um, based on my screenplay I wrote last year called Autumn's Friend. But the um, the film, the short film is only going to be like five to six minutes because um, I guess that's the max attention span nowadays, which is crazy because when I heard short film, I thought like, oh, 40 minutes, 35 minutes. Yeah. And then someone was like, no, like max six, six minutes. I was like, not even 10. And they said, no, because I guess it's easier to get into um, film festivals and stuff if it's under six minutes, okay. which is insane. Um, so uh, the good part of that means I'm not asking for a lot of money. Right. Um, I was like, well, maybe I could say it's going to be 45 minutes and ask for like $20,000 and then we make it five minutes and get a some leftover. You know? Yeah. Um, but that's uh, that's not going to work out that way. Um so I'm asking for 2500 bucks. Um that covers uh you know director, uh editor, people working on a super low budget, but they're people that are trying to build their reel also, but they're they're, they're still talented and stuff. Um uh so uh if Where you guys if you guys want to just throw me 5 bucks, 10 bucks, 100 bucks, uh whatever you want to do would be amazing. Um just uh you can go to um Indiegogo and it's the short link right now is it's kind of long that I'm going to say it's a short link, but it's long. It's igg.me slash at slash, and it's the word at, A-T, which is confusing. Like, don't make it at. Like, why would you do that, Indiegogo? <laughs> um, friend, and the title of the short film is called Friends Quote Unquote. So it's not, there's not any quotes on it, but it's like friends, quote unquote, like we're not really, you know, friends, but we're friends kind of thing. I'm not looking I like at you it. for any other reason. No. Yeah. Um, so uh, I think the link, when I because I haven't pushed it out yet, but it will be live when the show's live. I think it will just be, you'll be able to go to Indiegogo.com slash friends, quote unquote. But because it's not live right now, the only link that they gave me that I'll have um, that I'm aware of is igg.me slash at slash friends, quote unquote. Um, so again, 10 bucks, 20 bucks, whatever you guys want to throw me. If you've enjoyed listening to me on the Ask One podcast for the past two years, um, I'd really appreciate it. Um, and then um, um, if you're ever in L.A., hit me up and we'll go get coffee. I'm not kidding. That is a fair deal. Yeah. Five bucks. You'll pay for it, of course. And no, you I'm can sleep with I'll Kristen. buy the coffee. It's going to yeah. be amazing. Yeah. So mm-hmm. thank you and uh, thanks. But um, anyway, um, we have amazing guests 
today that's going to make we a do. really interesting show. And Marnie hasn't told us the topic yet, um, but it's going to be a really interesting show. Mm-hmm. Um, but our guests, um, uh, Charles, Jason, I'm sorry, Jason Charles Miller, and you play music, etc. Before um, you speak, um, we have a very lovely woman. Sorry to cut you off. <laughs> Before you talk. I'm the speak not speaking Nazi um, Maria Tornberg, who is a formal former model actress and now um, focusing behind the camera. Maybe you could help me on my film. Um, but you're very beautiful. So hello, guys. Thanks for coming. Hi. Thank you. For Hi. Hi. Oh, Hi. And you do voiceover, which is very I apparent. Do, yeah. yeah. You got a cool voice. Thank you. Yeah. And a cool look. Everything. Yeah. It's mm. perfect. Well, OK. So I want to I want to dive um, into this topic because I'm super excited. But, but before we do, I want our audience to get to know both of you a little bit better. So um, I'm going to start with Jason. I, I met Jason like literally a week ago. Mm-hmm. We went for dinner with a mutual friend who likes to group people together. I think so that he doesn't really have to talk that much, but it ended right. up that it, it was just two people at dinner. I know. It worked. The last group dinner I went with him was like 12. Me too. And I think I might have sat next to him, but I barely talked to him. Yeah. So this time... But he uh, maybe he knew that there was only going to be a few of us because if you recall, he was like 40 minutes <laughs> exactly. late. Uh, so that's all. Let that me ask a question happen. here. How do you guys get group dinners together? I can't even get one friend to go to dinner. It, it's really interesting. I th- like I don't even like driving five blocks to go for dinner for most people that are in my lives. But for some reason, th- this mutual friend, you just know it'll be interesting so you drive far i drove to malibu for this dinner like that's a 45 minute drive and my husband did you go to nobu or something no we went to this cute little uh, gastro pub that was pretty awesome the foods were great they had like duck french fries it was awesome it was really really i think with this particular friend too he has his assistant reach out to you right so it seems and maybe special. there's something oh. more like oh i better go to this yes. uh, his assistant yeah. is contacting me you've yeah, been yeah. requested <laughs> to have a meal with yeah. the king like that's kind of how it feels yeah. when you get mm-hmm. those requests you're yeah. like okay i better go well, let's shift everything around but we were because ta- um you know this this friend happens to do not well he's in a very similar world to me in some capacity in terms of like dating and relationship and advising and coaching and giving their own perspective um and so we got onto the topic of successful relationships successful dating and then you know jason you had said well i've never really i'm gonna paraphrase but like i never really had trouble i'm a musician i've always been okay with women so i wanted to talk to you about that and like dig a little bit deeper and find out about what your history with women has been like and is it because you play music that you're so good with women is it because like what what goes first the chicken or the egg like well i mean i think that uh there's a certain confidence to um standing on stage that attracts women Mm -hmm. um and uh it and this is sort of secondhand because you, you you kind of discover this at a certain point you don't really know it you don't it you don't really go into music thinking that that's going to happen but then when it does happen you're like oh this is pretty cool um and i think even in uh our mu- uh, a book our mutual friend wrote i don't know he, why being so secretive t- i guess like we can say yeah, same neil yeah neil Strauss, yeah. Neil, yeah so uh we uh in a in i a book that neil wrote um after i read it we talked a little bit and he's like a musician after reading the game is like has game on steroids because yeah. I remember I gave the book to a mutual your ball shrink a mutual uh, <laughs> no it, it's the, the opposite mm-hmm. um, I gave the book to a mutual friend who was who was a musician and it was just like he was using the skills like snap 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 you like know it was, just, it was crazy um, but I think in general um, 
in Neil's book, he talked a lot about like, um, what is it? Uh, demonstrating your worth or something. I'm paraphrasing again. Right. Demonstrating your value. And if you're on stage and everyone in the entire room is looking at you, then you're sort of demonstrating that you're the uh, the most valuable person in the room, I suppose. Yeah. Well, before you were a musician, would you say that that type of confidence came so easily for you? No, it didn't. Yeah. So I think like the, I think the, they sort of went hand in hand and I was joking too when I said I don't have trouble with women I have had plenty of trouble with women but I guess uh you know it was just the the joke of that uh that sort of the the uh the stereotype yeah Um, but there is something to that stereotype for sure well what challenges have you had with with women because I know that you are in a long-term relationship but in in the past or even in the present what challenges have you explored and then conquered with women I mean, I think that there's a certain there's a balance that has to exist between um, how much you reveal of yourself. And I don't mean keeping secrets, but I just mean um, for me, I think the key to a successful relationship in general is uh, knowing Knowing uh, when it's okay to talk about things and when it's not okay to talk about things, or knowing and knowing to have the the patience. So knowing when her period is to wait. Well, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but having the patience to uh, to kind of to to having the the um, being able to gauge uh, when it's right to engage or not, and I think like the more self aware you are, or the more aware you are of of your partner and where she's at, or even just somebody on a first date. I think that, um, and how do you learn key. that? How do you get engaged? It's, you know, it's, it's, uh, you learn it, uh, slowly and making many mistakes. Gotcha. I think guys that spend a lot of time around women have a better gauge than a lot of other guys because it's like they grow up with sisters and they just haven't, they get an intuition. It's almost like they have this like 10% gay, that's okay, really yeah, helpful. I, I They're not gay, but they have yeah. like a ten percent gay that helps them. I um, my parents divorced at a young age, and so I was raised by my mom. I saw my dad on the weekends, but I was definitely more mom influenced. Yeah, I would say. yeah. And so uh, an Italian mom. Oh yeah, too. So um, you know, I hope I'm I'm assuming that that I learned that as a young age too, and maybe that helped me. Yeah, yeah. You get an intuition. For sure. Well, I, I wanted I wanted to dive into uh, this article that was sent to me by numerous people, and actually, I, I showed it to everybody before the show started. And Jason said he had seen it; it was trending recently. Um, so it's a popular article. I'm sure people who are listening have heard about this article. But it was the article about women are destroying men on Twitter with hashtag Waste His Time 2016. And just for some people who are out, who are there who have not heard about this um, hashtag, it's basically women hashtagging how to fuck guys over because yeah well you, and it wasn't even the article that i read i saw the hashtag and oh. just started reading it so i was just going from the source it's crazy so let laughing. me give you a couple of these hashtags that women have been putting out there right so of these uh statements okay finally allow him to take you on a date then have him drop you off at your other man's house how to waste his time <laughs> my god <laughs> tell him you're not looking for anything serious then get in a relationship the next week with someone else it should also have a hashtag cunt I, I wrote a response to this and I told these women to man up because I think it's it's childish, horrible behavior. Um, and, uh, you know, Jason was saying before the show that it, it is 
meant to be or most likely meant to be all in good fun. Humorous, yeah. Yeah, it is meant to be yeah. humorous I for was sure. The whole time. But I I guarantee there's a, a portion of these women who take these things very seriously. And so I wanted to talk about this because I want to, you know, discuss your thoughts on it. But um I had a disturbing conversation with one of my clients recently and he may or not be may or may not be calling into the show today but he was saying that he is a you know 20 something college student right now who is paralyzed to take action when it comes to dating because of all these mixed messages he's receiving the mixed messages being that men are jerks men are scum men can't open doors for me i'm a woman i'm strong he just literally does not know what to do or how to be or how to act around women. And then when he yeah. actually sent me this, he's like, this this has just put me off dating mm-hmm. completely. He's like, I, you can't win. Women hate men. And I wanted to talk about mm-hmm. whether or not you guys thought that was true and how somebody like Andrew or somebody who believes this can move forward. Mm-hmm. So, Maria, I'd love to hear what you have to say. Well, maybe he should just ask the girl he wants to take out. Do you hate men? <laughs> yeah. No, maybe just uh, how would you like me to treat you? How can I make you feel good? I think we're so much about what we want instead of maybe talking about what we can give and just be generous and just give. Um, because it doesn't matter what happens around you. I think that if you you, you have integrity and you stick with your values, I, I think eventually you're going to find somebody who has the same. But... Um, this is revenge, obviously, because this is the way that women have been treated for a very long time, and especially in this culture that we're living in, Los Angeles and uh, big cities. uh, It's a lot of times the way men treat women, and it's almost like a competition. Who can hurt the other person first, and what can I do? I mean, I've been in situations where I have felt, um, you know, really hurt, and then thinking that I want to do something back. How can I hurt this person back? Mm-hmm. What could I do? And the, things like that. And then and then you realize, but wait a minute. Um, isn't the goal with a relationship love? To be there for each other? To make each other feel special? And and this is not... Uh, this is a competition. It's a... It's, feels like a war that's happening between yeah. men and women yeah. right now. Mm-hmm. Well, even even before um, the show, you were talking about how you are from Sweden. Mm-hmm. And you were saying some of your friends think that you're strange by the way that you allow men <laughs> to treat you. And you, you were saying, like, they don't want men to open doors for them. Right. Yeah, not so much how, they allow, uh, how I allow men to treat me, but more that I... I a guess what? I'm a little bit more, even even though uh, you may think in America that it's becoming extremely equal here, which it is. It is changing a lot, but it's still men here are still uh, much more gentlemen than. I'm sorry. I'm 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 going to say something about Swedish men now that may not be fair, but I think in general uh, the culture in Sweden is so equal that I think a certain dynamic has disappeared, and it's not you know that men are bad or women are bad. It's just that. Um, it's just taking away a bit of the the roles, and it's it's become very gender neutral. And I, I personally, I, you know, I like to, um, I like the masculine. I love the yin and yang, the difference, and I like to feel like a woman and feminine, and adore being a gentleman. I like that. It's a part of the, you know, the fantasy. And your friends and don't pr- like that. Um, no, I think that. Um, it's not that they don't like that. It's just not in their culture. And I think that they are raised in a way to be so independent and equal that 
um, they're a bit scared of what that means. That that they'll lose everything. Yeah, they might lose their independence. I understand. That. Um, so I think that that's the discussion we have a lot, especially also about like providing, who's paying for what, and. Um, so on. So yeah. is different. this kind of a new phenomenon for Sweden? Did it come about maybe in like the seventies when feminism here was maybe coming about or has this been going on a lot longer? I think it's been going on longer than here for sure. Hmm. But, um, yes, it did start around that time. I mean, it was pretty conservative in forties and fifties, but, um, yeah. yeah, I think with social democracy in Sweden, it's a part of the reason why yeah. Where a well, government is basically, um, Providing for the family and and the men don't have to do it and women are working full time. So. I, I would say it's very similar over mm-hmm. here because for what I've been doing for the past you know decade plus, um, I've constantly been talking about how we need, need some male empowerment because men are so confused about what their role is in society right. now because yeah. women are be, women are equal. They right. they are equal. They're doing all the things that a man can do that a lot of men are are, are feeling helpless and hopeless sometimes. Right. But I'd love to hear, Jason, have you experienced anything like that where there are women who don't want gentlemanly things done for them? Sure. Or they've been, yeah. Sure. I mean, but I wonder if instinctually we have, it's, it's almost like we haven't evolved enough to uh, really be happy with a gender neutral society. Like there's still instinctually uh, uh, feelings in men and women mm-hmm. that want those gender roles to exist, whether, whether they feel in their mind, they want them to exist or not, or there's just something deeper within. Um, I, I, it's funny that you said there needs to be some male empowerment, but if you said that or if you wrote that somewhere, you would get attacked. Yeah. Oh, by for sure. Like a zillion yeah. people. Oh, I'm called a misogynist. All so, time. yeah. So there's 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 um, unfortunately, I don't think that there's a place for that yet, because as soon as someone says that, then you immediately will get shot down with, well, you know, uh, pr- thoughts of uh, thoughts of privilege and things of that yeah. nature. It's just so, so weird yeah. that I've said this before on the show that people because I, I mean I, I walk a fine line where I can appreciate people who like I just this week I went to play like drag queen bingo in West Hollywood and like the bathroom's gender neutral and like mm-hmm. it's fun and I appreciate it and I think there's a time and place for everything and there's people that want things a certain way and I think there's a place for that and then there's people who don't want things a certain way like that wouldn't work out in North Dakota in a small town and like that's there that's where they belong you know so I think there's a place for everything but it's just cra- it's just crazy to me that I, I, you know, I won't get into it. It's, Why? Well, because I've said it before, before, so people listening will be like, you already said that. I said it a while ago. But basically, it's interesting to me that the people who pr- prefer the gender neutral are also the people that prefer, I'm guessing, because I like to stereotype, are also the people that prefer natural products and eating organic. But it's like, so you're... <laughs> For being natural and organic in one way, but you're right. not a, you're not for oh, it in the other point. sense. Going and it's, against it's nature, so yeah. hip, hip, hypocritical mm. to me. It's interesting. And then the people who want everything natural, you know, in in our you know genders, eat shit and don't care about <laughs> natural food. It's just so funny how it's inconsistent. And that's why for me as a person politically and 
and uh, culturally, I'm so in the middle because no one's right. We're all full of fucking shit. Well, we're trying and to so, be politically correct. Yeah, that's and that's what it's so about. dumb. Yeah. Yeah. It's Instead so dumb. It's such a to... waste of our goddamn energy. If people just understood that they're all, we're all human beings and we're trying our goddamn best and to just let it go, if the guy opens a door, it's it's like we're in this like weird culture war right now. And so this poor kid, who he's trying to fight as one man an entire war when he it's impossible to win so like you said live with your own values and yeah. you'll be okay yeah like attract let attract right. well that right. it's funny that you're saying that because that's uh, exactly the advice that i ended up giving to him i was like well what do you believe do you believe that you should open a door for a woman he said absolutely i love being a gentleman then I continue opening and do it. the doors yeah. and you're gonna piss yeah. off the right people because those are the people you don't want in your life right and if, if we've said it on the show before because some guy wrote in saying i don't know what's going on with women mm-hmm. i you know i've gone on three dates and i've held a, the chair out for a woman and she snapped at me and told me about how I'm belittling her and taking away all of her power and he literally he just got angrier and angrier by then and got defensive and then obviously that turns into something horrible when it can turn into a really nice moment where this guy can say you know this is my belief I I like doing this I'm not trying to take away your power I think you are awesome and strong and powerful but I like I like opening a door and I'm going to continue doing that for you because that's who I am so you can take that moment to show somebody why you're doing something or what your values are and if at that point you still don't mesh in your values then you can choose to to separate but if you get into an argument it's not it's just going to turn into like a bowl of mush and nothing will get accomplished but, but that's it's, how it's I would advise manners. Him. I mean, I open doors for men, for kids, yeah. for yeah, dogs. Yeah, you should just <laughs> open doors as a human <laughs> being. Yeah, as a human I being. Exactly. Door for another for human being. Four guys when I was coming in the building because two guys were carrying a TV. Gay. And another guy yeah. was carrying uh, three garbage <laughs> Gay. cans. See? So, they, you know, and did they scream I, at you? They did. You yeah, took yeah, away my power. Like, I got it, man. I got it. <laughs> exactly. That's what they're no, thinking. They thanked how me. How dare you? Um, yeah, but I want to hear about what you think about these hashtags that women are putting out there because, as I said before, <laughs> maybe they're, they're they are funny, but they're it, it's it's like but a people, joke for some, but like I don't it's think fuel these women for are, others. These women aren't comedians, so I don't think I personally don't think it's funny because I don't think that they're they're not. I would guess that these women aren't the women that are going on and watching like groundbreaking comedy on television. They're going on and watching like. Um, the show with Charlie Sheen that he got kicked off from. Like, you know, they're not <laughs> right. like comedy connoisseurs. So what what they're doing to me is trashy and it's stepping back. It's putting everything back. It's but I putting think they're back trying to be funny, though. I think they're trying. I think 90 percent of those women would not do Listen that. This. No, but I don't think so. Get him I think pregnant. That they are doing it. Te- okay. Get him pregnant. Tell him you got to run to the store <laughs> for some really milk funny. real quick and never come back. Like, that's a joke. I think there's a part of a woman who when she's hurt and she wants to do this back to a man. Yes. And, and so I think it is. I think it's funny. I think it's obviously it's 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 women trying to sort of. Uh, get revenge together. on a man, but uh, but it's also, it's also it's but also these girls these girls would be the same exact girls that would get mad if you called them a cunt, and it's like, but I'm sorry, you're you're being cunty, like even not maybe in this scenario, but when I they're actually, mad, actually, but when they're being a, like, I love the word cunt because <laughs> girls can be fucking cunts, and. And the girls that get mad when you call them a cunt, those are the cunts. The girls that... Then I I am one. Those... I'm one. The girls girls that don't get mad when you call them a cunt, they're not a cunt. Because they get it. Like, they they have (laughs) self... Oh, yeah, I am being kind of... They have self-awareness. You're very, like, black and white. Oh, that's That's exactly... She's very black Well, I think if you have friends and that's what you call each other, that's fine. But, you know, calling each other names without knowing how... I mean, just... You can call anybody anything, really, but... um, 
it's just it's not something I would I want to be called. But you, you know, <laughs> but I, but I want I want to talk to what like is kind of behind mm-hmm. these um, hashtags as well because you were you were saying they're revenge for some people, yeah. and so I I would love for you to give like a little bit of insight to the guys who are listening about the the like what actually mm. does get done to women like behaviors that men a lot of the men who are listening to this show would never do the things that Mm. these guys would do but I also work with women um and I hear these just horrible stories about what men have done to them men who they think are wonderful caring men uh disappear on them come back three months later have sex with them leave them again Mm. like leave them with a check like uh, Mm. just just all you know it's not as bad as these things but um leave them with a check would be preferable yeah (laughs) or with uh, something else or with an std like all of these things Mm so um can you can you talk to the boundaries that women have now put in place because of these behaviors from men that they're that that women do experience some horrible things that that's why sometimes it is challenging to be a nice great guy and try to be with them yeah i you know my experience is a little bit i'm thinking about why why is this happening why is there this uh competition and this anger and this hatred between men and women and um i I never really dated before I moved to Los Angeles and I, I get a divorce and then all of a sudden I find myself single for the first time in my life in Los Angeles, never dated. And it was really horrible. (laughs) Um, and I, and I thought a lot about that, uh, the feeling of that there was a, it started to become a competition, like who could actually get, who could hurt the other person first. And I was always really scared. And, um, and, uh, what what do you mean? Like who could hurt the other person first? Well, I think it's almost like a game. Um, and you hear other people talk and you you hear how men talk about uh, women and, um, um, sort of the sport of um, sleeping getting with her. women, sure. getting her, and then leaving her, and and it's and it's everywhere in the culture. And and for me personally, it's not. It, it wasn't like that when I was in Europe, and I and I only experienced that in Los Angeles. And I haven't been single in New York or anywhere else, but here, I I feel that there is this, um, there is this power thing because there's an idea that women really want to get married and that they're looking for a man, um, a rich man to, to take care of her. And then men feel like they have the power. So, um, but if there is more of an equality, then people are going to get together, um, because they want to be together. And then there's not that need that you can use to hurt somebody. And so um, this idea that, oh, women just want to get married. They just want to have a ring and finger. They just want a commitment. So is that what you're hearing men saying to you or that men that you dated have said to you? Well, no, it's just more of the the experience that I've had um, just being in the city and hearing people talk and the culture and even TV shows and so on. And then there's, you know, Amy Schumer, for example, now who, I mean, her humor is very much like this, um, of her taking her power back and... um, sort of treating men like they're little slots. Mm-hmm. And I get where that's coming from because um, it's it's almost like women are saying, you know, enough. I'm not going to play that part anymore. I'm going to take my power back. But um, it's also, it's just a little sad because there's nothing so beautiful than to be a vulnerable person and being feminine and, you know, wanting to be soft mm-hmm. and 
this is the opposite of that, and it's just creating more of a tension and a more of a war yeah. where it should be just sweetness and love. But it, it's, it's not right now. So, Jason, like from what you've heard, do you think that that's true? That forget about LA, but you know, you've been on tour. You go to all parts of the country, sure. all of the world. Do you find that to be something common that that men? don't treat women well or that they think that women are all like marriage yes. hungry. Yes. I yeah. think, and also I think men encourage each other to like get the girl. And then there's a, there in a sense of like, get the girl, have sex with her and then move on. Yeah. There, there, there's a, there's a, there's like a camaraderie among men that, yeah. that they, they do that, you know? Um, and I think that, that this hashtag is probably a, a, a response to that. Yeah. For well, sure. we're all, humorous or not humorous. Yeah. We're basically all damaging each other. And a friend of mine who um, she got single and moved back to New York City and started dating and using like Tinder and Bumble and all those things. She was dating this guy and he seemed really nice and he was a little bit older than her. Um, excuse my voice cracking. I'm still a maturing boy. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> and uh, they really she seemed to enjoy his company. And she just said it was crazy because. Um, it just seemed like he didn't care that he left her damaged for the next like round of her dating because um, out of the blue, he just stopped responding to her and like nothing wrong had happened. They seemed to enjoy each other's company. They had like flirty text messages. They were meeting up. They got like Chinese food and like went to his apartment a few times and like all of a sudden he just stopped responding. And I was like hoping that maybe he just died and like that's why he stopped responding because <laughs> it would just be easier on her like her confidence but it was like you know he just damaged her now for her next thing like her next now she's more jaded to the next guy that she's going to go out with and it's like we shouldn't do that to each other he should just respect her and just say you know it just isn't working or i just you know i'm dating someone else now it was it was nice meeting you i hope you know i wish you luck in your future he's like He's like a forty-year-old dude. It's it's like be mature enough. Yeah, to, he to should say know that. better. Yeah, yeah. He should know better. Well, so I mean, if he was twenty, I'd be like, well, he just hasn't learned yet. Right, but, but he's a very successful dude who works for the World Trade Center, and he's forty. Like, come on, stop just, being so immature. Yeah. Okay, so so all of this stuff is out there. You've even said that you know when you were dating before, you were scared, mm-hmm. and you would play mm-hmm. the game of who can hurt the other person first, just yeah. to protect yourself, and that's like a horrible way to date. And yeah. I, I am guessing that that. That is all over the place because I can say from my own experience, when I was young, I've talked about it on the show, I was a huge prude because I was friends with dudes who would always talk about what they would do to girls. And I'm like, I'm not going to be one of those girls. I'm not going to be that stupid, you know, girl that or at least the way that you're you're mm-hmm. painting the picture of her to be. I don't want to be her. So I'm going to be a big prude. I'm going to make you fight to be with me and jump over a lot of hurdles. And that didn't serve me well either because I was always guarded and protected similar to what you were saying you experienced but for the guys who are listening to this show I, I maybe I'm wrong I haven't talked to all four of our listeners but um, I, I'm i guessing they're pretty awesome dudes and they don't want to treat women that way so how do guys number one combat this type of behavior that's out there to let a woman know they're not that kind of guy and then also how do they still show themselves to be equally as exciting as these guys who may behave in these in these ways that aren't so favorable so either of you it's a hard that's question tough. 
Yeah. Yeah, that's really tough. Yeah. Um, I mean, if you have to work that hard, then, I mean, that's that's another job of having to manage that. Just, I, I mean, but that's I... That's what it's like now. I think I think guys really do have to work that hard. You have to, do. like, you have to... Well, you have to work hard on yourself to be a good person and to have a purpose in life and be a self-realized man for yourself so mm-hmm. that you have something to offer the world yeah. and, and a woman. But... To try to be exciting and try, just don't be, a, don't be a dick. an asshole. We're super in depth on this uh, topic of um, hashtagging mean things to do to dudes um, and how to combat it. So, what are our thoughts? Yes, Did we yeah, come up I with think, a master plan in two minutes? Well, I think to right, save the world. <laughs> right when we ended, um, you were talking about what can a guy do, yeah. and I think the best thing a guy Kill can himself. do. Is, <laughs> <laughs> You're not a dick. There's no get place out. For your there's society. no hope. Yeah. You're not going to win. No, is work on your is work on yourself as far as um educating yourself expanding uh your horizons uh uh working on fitness making yourself a giving yourself a balanced lifestyle working on the career that you want and having the faith that that you will eventually meet the right person if you try too hard yeah, uh, it's it is going to blow up in your face every time. Yeah, I think it just. Seemed, I, I, I would but, say from hey, listen from our week of knowing one another. Yeah, I would say you're not a douchebag. But have you done things like that in the past? How- in my early twenties, I yeah. probably thought that I wasn't a douchebag, but I'm sure I was. Your early twenties right. is like a douchebag factory. Yeah, so it's like yeah. you have no choice. Yeah, yeah. so I'm sorry, <laughs> everyone. We accept um, your apology. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think I went through a phase where – and I was a nerd. I mean, I'm still a huge, huge, huge nerd. So I didn't lose my virginity until I was almost 19 30? years old, which, you know <laughs> – He's like, a, I didn't say huge, huge, yeah. huge, huge, huge nerd. So I, was, um, so, so I was like – I was 18. Like I was almost turning 19, and I finally did it. Yeah, you right. know. So How was, was it? So uh, it was great. And, and – um, <laughs> Actually, it was horrible. Yeah, it's all, it, yeah. Was, it was the worst. Oh. Yeah, it was like it's almost I weird if it was it good. Happened. Yeah, you know, like that Something kind of thing. Broke. Yeah. <laughs> that's um, how I felt after too. I was like, wait, did we? Yeah, yeah exactly. That's not did what this, I thought it would be. Did I technically? Yeah, I guess technically I did. You know, um, if anyone says their first time was good, they're lying. Yeah, no, it was. Actually, it was, mine was really good. She's lying. Uh, no, <laughs> cunt. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> cunty, cunty. Don't call her that. She said, don't call her. That. Um, but yeah, so I've kind of been through that area of my life and um but and do you find that now that you're on the other side of of being a genuine authentic man that you can still attract women the same way i think so yeah um i think that um you can there's uh there's even a a, a different kind of attraction um that uh Although I remember I always complained in my douchey days that like that uh, that sounds that like a cute TV show. I felt my douchey days. <laughs> douchey days. This Thursday on NBC. <laughs> yeah. That uh, I always felt like the women that I was getting involved with never looked at me as the bad boy. They always looked at me as the boyfriend. So instead of instead of being like the bad boy, every girl that I got involved with wanted me to be their boyfriend. So that was kind of a, that was, that was a challenge too. In what way? In, in that, well then I, it was, it was really hard to be douchey. Because I had a conscience too, right. you know. I'm like, why can't they just? I thought you were gonna say because I had a condom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to be douchey with a condom. 
I do remember one incident where I was changing the sheets like mid afternoon because one girl left and another girl was coming over. So I had some bad karma to to work through. But but is that, but that's not really a bad thing. Did you take a shower? Yeah, no, I took a shower and changed the sheets, but like I was sitting there thinking opening a door. I know. Like at the time I was thinking how cool I was and now I'm looking back and thinking like what a douche I was. Really? See I don't I don't consider that douchey behavior as long as you weren't saying like to each girl I'm in love with you. No, yeah. I would never I would never say anything. But that's another thing that I learned too, is that by not saying anything, they can assume a lot more. Yes. Than, and feel a lot more than you know they're feeling. And they won't often share that with you. They might share it with someone else and you discover that later. Mm-hmm. Or, or they might share it with you way down the line and assume that the relationship is one thing while you're assuming it's another thing. But then who's... Who's responsible for that? Right. Well, but when you're in your 20s, like, is anybody responsible? No, exactly. No Nobody's responsible. Knows. I think even later on in life, if you're you're not asking or stating what you want and people have two different intentions and they're acting on those intentions, then the miscommunication in the middle is the fault of both individuals. It's not like some – unless somebody's actively trying to mislead or, right. you know, right. I don't I don't think – well, what happened to the the the, the girl that, that you told me about, how she went on a few dates with this guy and then he just disappeared? That happened to me in college. Uh, I I was dating a girl. I, she, was, she was not going to my college, so there was no chance of me running into her. But I was dating a girl. Everything was going great. It seemed awesome. And then nothing, yeah. right? And then three months later, she wrote me a letter. This was like pre – I mean, it wasn't pre-internet, but it was like – you know, I'm going to mail you a yeah. letter. She, she like dropped off this note that basically said, um, I'm sorry that I, that I disappeared on you, but things were going too good. And that scared me. Yeah. I was like, well, that sucks. Cause that was th- so three months later right. when you're in college, like I'd probably already dated like four girls since then. Yeah. You know, like okay. That. So let's say you had I that situation of- today. Yeah. How would you reach out to that girl through text or through email or through words if, if somebody disappeared what would be like your your steps to potentially see if she's still interested i would do it very cautiously and measured because i've heard stories from women that are friends of mine about how a guy called t- like they went on one yeah. date and then a guy called 10 times a day or texted 20 times a day so i would not do that i would just try my hardest to be as patient as I could within reason. Right. Um, and uh, because you, you never want to be perceived as, as a stalker or, you know, or, or eager something or, or too eager. Yeah. 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 Cause uh, there is a fine line now, I think between, you know, being a, uh, casually interested and a stalker and that yeah. line is like really thin well, it, to it's, a lot it's of hard well, it's right like, now to be chivalrous and like persistent yeah like right. whoever has the last response in the text message exchange doesn't have the upper hand anymore that's, that's almost how it seems yeah yeah but that's a part of that whole uh, game yeah it's terrible I, I think it's absolutely i mean i love when a man is uh pursuing and uh, texting and calling it's but it's do really you nice. love that if it's a guy that you think is creepy then it's a completely different well, you're not, interested. not. I mean, or does <laughs> get, or does if that happens too often does that push him into the creepy category 
Well, I mean, it depends on if he's come, you know, comes into my apartment in the middle of the night or, but, um, <laughs> uh, no, but I think that it's, it's nice. I don't, I don't actually don't, uh, when I was younger and I was drawn to narcissists, then yes, that would, it wasn't like I was more interested in him. It was just more that I felt this feeling that, um, I needed to have him because he, he was pulling away from me. And that was sort of like the codependent narcissistic syndrome. And then it took me many, many, many years to realize that I had been in a lot of those relationships in my life. And then when I realized that, um, I that was very unattractive to me all of a sudden. So now when I look at men like that, I just I think they're very unattractive. That's good. And so I, mm-hmm. I like when a man shows me and tells me and is by my doorstep and calls me and texts me. You know, I think it's sweet and it's it's the way I want to feel as a woman. So can you give some guidelines for that? Because it does take maturity. I think like, you know, if you're 20 and listening to the show and pursuing a girl who is also 20, it's yeah. it probably won't go over as well. Because they're in that phase of their dating yeah, that they th- haven't grown that far. Yeah, there's this whole game thing. It's a fear of being right. too much. I mean, I, I remember thinking about what to say or what to write or what to, to say when I was texting somebody or how if I was going to call or not call. And I, I was going crazy. And, and, and I'm thinking now, I'm looking back, I'm thinking that was had nothing to do with love. That was just an ego thing from my side as yeah. well. It wasn't just that he was being uh, a douchebag and pulling away, but I was being... It was all about my ego, and I was afraid of being hurt, so I wanted to <clears throat> do the right thing instead of just being vulnerable and sweet and maybe calling in the extra time. And um, So what? I mean, if, if you're supposed to let down your guard. Yeah, that's how you find love. Yeah, but that's what you learn later yeah. in life. Yeah. Let's get to some questions from our listeners because um, we tend to ignore these questions, and they just pile up and pile up, and then I get freaked out and panicked. Um, so this section is called overanalyze this because basically we take one question and we overanalyze it to death so here's the first question as you've said many times before i should never wait on women's signals to approach and just go for it in the ways you've taught would it be more safe to say to not really pay attention to the signs and take action when i find attractive women out and about to me at least that's what it boils down to as usual thanks for your advice and you have a great rest of your week sincerely lee so he's basically saying should i say screw looking for the signs that she wants me to approach her and just approach the girls that i want to approach I think, you know, within reason, you know, it's within reason. Yeah. Okay. Um, That's pretty obvious. I think, I mean, I, I do know this about myself. I'm horrible at reading signs. Like I've, you know, I've just, I can't read them. I've tried. I just can't. Or I think, I think it's the wrong thing or something like that. Or there's, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but like there's girls like me who, if I find a guy really attractive, I'll almost look angry. Because I get really I nervous, too, and I look away, and I turn away, I and I'm me. like, mm. so the angrier I look, the more attractive I think you are. So it's like for guys, <laughs> it's got to well. be really difficult. But I would love if he came and talked to me, you know. Yeah. So, so then it's, it's, little, it's actually the opposite yeah. of what you just said. So because you said it first, like within reason. So what's what are the, what's the within reason? You know, if she's give, you know, if I'm just saying, if she's giving you dirty looks, don't right. approach her. But that's yeah. she, what I would be doing. Gagging. Of disgust when you look at her, then it's not a good sign. Yeah, like if, if yeah. you look at her and she sticks her finger down her throat and like, says, or yeah, or just like, automatically don't. like it reflects. But, I yeah. mean, there's a, there's a difference. So for me, I mean, it's so subtle that again, these I have poor poor men, poor men. I mean, poor women, poor too. everybody, this poor is everyone. This is, it's, people are it's, missing opportunities left, right, and center. It's wretched. But there is a difference. So if I see a guy 
that I find really attractive and I look almost angry, I'll look at him, make eye contact. Like there is an eye contact part where I recognize that I'm like, oh my God, wow. And I'm then attracted I, to you. Yeah. And then it's, then I look away and I look uncomfortably uncomfortable. But then if there's a guy that I'm just totally not even looking at and not, you know, not interested in at all and I can kind of see that he wants to approach me, then I do give off signs. See, this is too complicated. This is, well, this I, is I will turn signs this is where and I just feel bad for guys. what you want. But, but there's a right way and a wrong way to approach. I think correct. you can approach a little bit more casually. You can, you can approach in a disarming way where you can engage in a conversation with someone and – with, I agree. With, without being like, will you go out with me? You know. <laughs> well, tell me so, what you learned from the game. So, what is yeah. the correct approach when you want to disarm somebody? Uh, what is the I think right you, way? You you, you give a time arms. constraint. Mm-hmm. You say, "Hey, listen, I've got to get back to my friends right now." But you oh, look thank like, God. You know. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, because so that then, gives the woman like, "Oh, thank yeah. you." Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and so then you can ask one or two questions, and then. Whether it's a trivia, usually it's like a trivia question or something of that nature. That's what? Just, a trivia question? Yeah. Question. Yeah. Like what? That's what it says in the game. Like you're at, yeah. you're at a bar and there's a group of women that you think is really attractive. So you go up to them. Hey, listen, I've only got a second. My friends but really want to know, know what is a good question? name for a dog? No. Mm, sorry, no, no, no. That's in the book. Uh, you know what's really work. nice when a man comes up and says, hey, you know, I, I don't know you, but um, – I, I would love to to see you. Could I take you for coffee? Or I don't think that that it works. doesn't work. I think as it, well, it, it, uh, it it does not I work think it's as well. Very charming. It's very charming. If a guy but does that, that, that's, but that's, that's trying going. way too hard, though. That trivia question. Like, what's a good name for a dog? We're like, not, we're not children. Is that we're... an immediate question? Because to me, that's like if you have to go but right back to your friends. I've never done from... that, by the way. I'm just good. pulling it out of the don't book. Do it. Trust You're me. looking at it from two different perspectives. Okay, so. You are looking at it from the perspective of I'm already interested in this guy and I'm in a great place and in the ideal situation, and maybe I'm wrong about this, but in the ideal situation, if I already knew that I wanted this guy, I would love if he would just come up and say in a very confident manner, I want to take you for coffee. You Absolutely, yeah. you would love that. But yeah. most often, that's not who's approaching you. <laughs> yes. Right. And so they need some other way it, to gain that same level of attraction and interest before getting to that level where you will say yes to that. But we know yes where they're going, question. though. I mean, oh, women, yeah, if you ask a question like that, we know where they're going. It's better just to be honest. And it's I, not like I you mean, just actually got a I dog. Like and honesty. I like to just... Yeah. Someone who's honest and, and clear about intentions. It's, but yes. also like the, this whole thing of, you know, how are we supposed to give signals and so on? I mean, we're animals. It's just we, we know how to give signals. I mean, I look at my dog and when he meets a female dog and she dances in front of him, <laughs> shows him her butt and then he sniffs it and he, she pulls it back and she does a little dance. I mean, it's a dance. It's, it's something that we already know how to do that. We should read like old classical romance books and watch all – black and white movies and see how it's women so funny to go online and like type in like exotic bird mating yeah. rituals it's so funny because these dude birds pull out their fancy wings and they're like claw, 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 claw. we yeah. know how to give signals yeah, the we colorful do it yeah. our body language it's a certain smell that comes from our body when we feel something when we are attracted to somebody i mean we feel it it's just energy it's chemistry and even if you're um you say you look angry, but maybe you just look shy because we do feel shy sometimes. And um, I think my advice to men is I, I know it's hard because I've seen um, I've seen friends of mine, women just 
<laughs> shutting men down so so badly and I feel bad for them because it takes a lot mm -hmm. and I always say do you realize what it takes for this man to walk across the room to three girls in a bar and and then be rejected and then walk away again I mean it's hard yeah, yeah. and it's on the man so we have to be a little you can see like that invisible tail between right. his legs what, what would be or what have you seen mm -hmm. if a man approached you and your group of friends right and he got rejected, but you're like, oh, no, no, thanks. We're just having a girl's night, blah, blah, What What have you seen a guy do that potentially got you to think differently about him or invite him back or be more open to him talking to you? Has a guy ever turned it around after he got rejected? Well, I mean, the way I look at it is that, you know, why would why you reject people? I mean, it doesn't mean that you want to go out with them or that you're attracted to them. But if somebody but comes you're up so and nice, talks, you're so nice. Like, yeah. I, don't, I don't believe that you would ever do that. But like your friends, you said they rejected them. Yeah. So has there ever been a time where they've turned your friends around? Um. The bitchy cunts <laughs> that you hang out with. She's like the nicest person I know, in the I know. entire She's world. You're definitely not a cunt. <laughs> <laughs> I just think that we have to be nice to each other. It's such a hard world that we live in. Why Absolutely. Men and, and, I agree. And women in, in, in this war and and learning all these games. This is what rules. we need to go over to like Palestine and Israel and just be like, I mean, come on, just be nice <laughs> to each other, guys. But what, no. what have have you seen that happen where suddenly you know a guy in the way that he no. responded, he's no. never. I've never seen that. No. Has he tried? Have men tried? Um, I've never seen a situation where um, because usually it's just a hand in the face <gasps> or just like really a bad look. Maybe he should have asked hand. what kind of dog she should have. <laughs> Are your friends you know. super hot? May have had a better chance with it. friend just well, a new puppy. It's We're not, trying to decide you know, what to my, name I, him. I, I am a big fan of opinion <laughs> openers. Friends, I think they're wonderful. Just when you're out with other girls and you yeah. see it happen. I like opinion openers, but when they're more specific to the situation. So yeah. like if you're in line getting coffee and the line's really long, you're like, holy shit, this line is so fucking long. Like something that's just really right. honest and real to the situation. And I did that really badly because I'm not a pickup artist. I was just trying to remember it out of the book. I know there's like a whole thing. And like if you all... were at the dog store and you were like, what's right. the best name to name a puppy? Like yeah. that makes more sense. Yeah. I know, but like, I will I say like, you when you see situation. people own this stuff, like I've gone to a lot of these pickup artist summits and, you know, Neo had done this one event that I had brought my wing girls to and watching him talk about these things and the things that he does do, I would be intrigued by them. Yeah, but he's the expert. Them. If you're exactly. taking a regular dude off, Joe Schmo off the street and having yes. him go up and say these things. It's yes, like and I, I'm not condoning, like, taking somebody else's lines and routines and, like, practicing them and, you know, living as somebody else. But it's about taking the structure that is there and then applying it mm -hmm. to you and yourself so that you can make it authentic. But in the very beginning, it does require practice mm -hmm. and it does require you to figure out what works and what doesn't mm -hmm. work and to gain that confidence at the same time. Because you know, uh, like Maria, even what you were talking about, like all of it comes from a very confident place of knowing who you are and a strong comfort level. But if, if you're in a situation most people in a situation where they're somehow or suddenly rattled by another individual, their confidence is shot for a split second. Even the most confident people have that happen. And you can't get to that confident place mm -hmm. where you know of things to say. Sometimes having that backup there for you to fall back on or like well, some yeah. but, but again what it's it's not about what i'm talking about is not being so confident because we are insecure but maybe being honest about being insecure and not yes. so confident and that is it's a good way to start a conversation i really don't know what to say to you I, I i just i would like to talk to you i would like to get to know you and you know or ask what she's drinking or um yeah. you know i just find something that is 
it doesn't have to be a line because we know we know what the the goal end goal is anyway. We're not stupid, so maybe just being honest about it, I think, is very endearing. Yeah. One final question for you: Have you ever been surprised by an interaction with a guy like that you, you actually didn't know that he was hitting on you when his intention was actually to hit on you, <laughs> or did you always know? <laughs> I mean, it's hard um, to go through all your interactions and you're very yeah, beautiful. I'm sure I, this happens a lot, but yeah, I think I have, I have, yes. I'm, I'm trying to think about a specific, I think as women, specific, you kind yeah. of sometimes get naive and you forget that yeah. guys are just out there usually to have sex with a woman. And so you sometimes think, oh, I'm just having a conversation. And then it dawns on you. Oh, wait, he's a dude. Right. Right. I, I, when I was younger and, and you know, the, the whole coffee thing happened and I always, oh, we're, are we, we're friends. Right. And then that would always surprise yeah. me. But not anymore. <laughs> right. Cause that happened to me a couple yeah. times, yeah. too, when I thought I was going out as a friend with a girl and she thought it was a date. Really? So it was the other way around, too. Yeah. Not too often, but it's yeah. happened a couple it times. It feels weird. Many times. <laughs> no, but it's interesting. I think this yeah. is all interesting. We have to wrap up our show. This was awesome. I loved having the two of you here. I like this format better where people, so mm-hmm. nobody, you know, you can't see people who are listening, but before we had people sitting on the couch. It was hard on my neck. I blocked Kristen. She kept telling me to sit back. I got far from the mic. Anyway, now we're all sitting at a table and it feels like a nice Round table conversation. Discussion. Yeah, it's yeah. good. But thank you for being here. You guys are fantastic. So let's, uh, I, I want to make sure you promote any Oh, you yeah. have going on so let's start with jason tell us where to find you and what you have going on jason charles that will take you to everything all my social media uh there um how do you know neil strauss i know neil because uh i years ago i used to work with marilyn manson oh and um, interesting he wrote marilyn he co-wrote marilyn manson's book with him oh and so um i knew neil before he was a yeah. Pickup artist expert and everything that I knew when he was just a normal writer journalist, you mm. know, that he still is, he of still course, is. but he's Slash gone on that. Waldo. Don't you think he looked like Where's Waldo the other night? <laughs> he did look like Where's, yeah, Where's, Where's like, Waldo Yeah, this is interesting. Night. How do I recognize you? Um, and uh, so we met, I think, backstage at a concert and just hit it off as friends. Cool. So, That's cool. Yeah. I'm more interested in the Marilyn Manson part, but we'll get to that after the show. But there is something out right now that I worked on, and it kind of ties back in with your Indiegogo campaign. Oh, cool. Last year, um, some friends of mine – actually, a few years ago, some friends of mine approached me about writing music for a web musical. Oh, and, wow. Uh, I was like, I've never done that before, but I I'll, I can try. And so um, last year we did a Kickstarter for it. We raised $50,000. Wow. We made three episodes, um, and it's called Muzzled the Musical. And it stars a bunch of YouTube stars, and it's on YouTube now. Um, and I'd love for people to check it out. It's called Muzzled the Musical. Um, I also uh, co-produced uh, eight songs on Billy Ray Cyrus's new album, which comes out this summer. And I'm just finishing my new album, which will also come out late summer, early fall. Cool. Really so cool. That's what I've got going on. That's was it, awesome. Was it Comeback Miley, Stop Being a Ho? No. Is that <laughs> the name of his album? <laughs> Not at all. I'm glad you pointed out your Indiegogo thing, because now you guys listening can see how modest my... $2,500, you'll probably, I hope, and I suspect you'll make that right away. Yeah, yeah. And what you should do is you should put stretch goals so that if you raise 5000 or $10,000, you will maybe you'll make the movie longer or maybe you'll be able to, to do get, like you know, two. Lawrence part Fishburne two. to be in the six-minute yes, film or something. Yes, yes. Oh, my know? God. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for suggesting that. Maria. <laughs> Maria, Maria Tornberg. Um, I am a photographer and a director, and my uh, website is tornbergphotography.com, T-O-R-N-B-E-R-G. 
photography.com and I uh, directed to short films. Cool. And uh, I am currently writing a script to feature about my year of dating in LA. Oh, perfect. Works out perfect. Very apropos. <laughs> I love it. Well, thank you guys for coming on the show. Thank Fantastic. You. Anybody who wants to write in questions, send them to ask at askwinpodcast.com. Uh, please make your subject titles interesting so that I will pick yours out of all of the emails that we do get oh you have one more thing to say oh yeah i just wanted to say you can watch my uh short films on my webs my other website which is mariatornberg.com perfect cool awesome so definitely check that out the the other film um and anybody again who wants to write in questions write to ask at askwomenpodcast.com next week on the show we have uh dr nikki goldstein sexologist and relationship expert we have sarah tiana and daniel scott will be on our show all interesting people who are there to give you actionable awesome advice just like the people did today new episodes of the ask Women podcast come out every thursday late in the afternoon so make sure to go download your episodes or subscribe so that you can be lazy and they will just come into your phone very easy guys thank you very much for listening we'll see you next week boobs boobs penis penis and vagina 